Welcome to The Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today for episode 49 of The Empowered Life. And today I am so excited to introduce you to Jill Prescott. You've heard me talk about her before. She was instrumental in helping me to accept my father's death and to accept my own grieving process. I'm very excited to share with you a conversation that I recently had with Jill. Please help me in welcoming Jill Prescott to the show. Thank you for having me, Terry. So I wanted to have you on because I'm a huge fan of everything you do, and you've been extremely helpful in my life. <laughs> so I thought we could share your story with my audience and how you, what you do and how you got into doing what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And, I, and, I, and thanks for saying that. You know, when, um, when you do the work that I do, there's a lot of um, times when you just simply have to trust that what you're offering is making a difference for people because sometimes people go away, you don't hear anything. And then like three or four months <laughs> later, you hear that something really big shifted in your conversation because I do a lot of kind of talking. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I started doing the things that I do. I guess the thread of it began just about four and a half years ago now. And I had left the corporate world after 20 years and just had a really quite, um, as I think most of us do when we get into this work, we get a big shakeup. And I had a big shakeup. Mm -hmm. So I um, had a health scare where they, they had diagnosed me with MS. I had wow. found lesions on my brain. But what I discovered or what I realized not long after was that I had literally created a physical ailment in my body from not paying attention to what I was supposed to be doing. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, once that realization hit, I realized that if I could create it, I could uncreate it. So I started, you know, doing some alternative healing and, and doing, I did ayahuasca journeying and a lot of um, reading on what a, a Kundalini awakening was and following that, that line, that train of thought. And um, it was really quite a powerful shift for me. It had me leave the industry that I was in for all those years and start a whole new path. So um, what I do now looks very different than even what I did <laughs> when I started four years ago. But I feel like I've been put through an MBA, MBA program in the last four years without going yeah. to school. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, now basically I, um, my commitment to the world is that people come back to their own divinity, that they understand um, their true nature, which is we are creators created in the likeness of the creator. So why I love that um, line is because it, 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 it gives you access to understanding that you literally create your life. So, you know, this is a lifetime journey. It's not like we decide that one day and everything's perfect, but it's a beautiful <laughs> place to keep coming back to, right? Because we're going to fall down as human beings about a bazillion times, but it's just, you know, we just kind of keep getting up and, and following that path. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And what I really like about that is that it kind of reminds me of that we're, we're made in the likeness of God. Yes. So God being the creator, then we are also creators. That'd be absolutely. That'd be right. 
Yeah, and we're perfect. And, and you know, all of this stuff that we say about um, not being perfect, there being something wrong with us, it really is just... Um, it's the ego and there's a, you know, this could be a really massive conversation. So I'm only <laughs> going to kind of dip my toe into it a little bit, but if you can, if you can really start to, to even for a moment, let a little light in to the idea that, um, we are not forgotten, that we are, um, the children of God. And, and as such, we have limitless power and, we chose to come to this life for a purpose. We chose to learn the lessons that we're choosing to learn. Uh, you know, and, and here's another side of that, too, that I really, um, because I don't think there's anything definitive that we can definitively say this is how it is, especially when it comes to spirituality and belief right. systems. And so another um, kind of aspect that I like about this, or another I, the kind of information that's been coming on for me a lot lately and I haven't quite connected the two things yet but it's getting there is that we're an expression of God on this on this planet on this earth and in this lifetime that we are God expressed so we are the creator expressed in the form of humanity which I think okay. is really beautiful too because it gives us a reason for holding up it gives us a reason for moving past the pain and and going through the trauma so that we can see where the light shines in the wounds. So, you know, that's another kind of, I think is a really beautiful um, idea or, or, or possibility for us as well as humans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, so for someone who's maybe just opening up to these ideas or just starting <laughs> to explore this stuff. Yeah. These are big concepts. So how would someone yeah. start to comprehend these ideas. Mm. Okay. Well, let me tell you the thing that, that, uh, that really opened things up for me. Um, so I was raised Catholic, but I knew from a very young age that it didn't, the dogma of the religion didn't resonate with me. Okay. And yet I was deeply moved in church. So there was, there was definitely a deep calling to the inner, um, guidance that I had, the knowing that I was something much more than just this body. Mm -hmm. Um, but I couldn't, and when I left the church, when I really separated myself, I kind of rejected it all. And I rejected God. I rejected the idea of angels, of guidance, of any of that stuff. But somebody said to me one day, Jill, God and the angels existed before man-made religion. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, I found that for me, that was pivotal. That was like, wow, okay, so I can start from there. Mm -hmm. I can start the exploration of the idea that I am more than this physical being and that it's possible that there's something bigger out there. So if you're just starting to explore, maybe start even with the conversation around energy because that can be scientifically proven right. <laughs> that we're energy bodies, right? And then I think the next conversation that people kind of start into is the idea of oneness, of this interconnectedness of all our souls. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the, a lot of people get introduced to my work the first time um, through Facebook, through my business page, because I do all the little quotes and stuff. But I think the first, I, I think a lot of people's first experience of me in person is probably the meditation healing nights. Yes. And that is an opportunity to come in, be with a group of people and experience yourself. 
Like Mm -hmm. get that there's an inner wisdom in you beyond all of the bullshit chatter that goes on (laughs) all day long in our heads that, that tries to take us down. There's a, there's always an aspect of ourselves that is like cheering for us. Like, yeah, you can can come back to self. I promise you're fucking fabulous. Oh, I swore. That's okay. That's okay. okay. (laughs) So does that feel like more like somebody who's just walking in? Does that kind of, I think so. Yeah. And that's how I got introduced to you was through your, one of your meditation healing nights mm-hmm. and it was an incredible experience and I think mm-hmm. you're right when you bring a group of people together like that and everyone shares in that in that experience there's definitely a connectedness that happens yeah and you know I think that the one of the most powerful thing that happens for people at those events is um that they they you actually literally can see the connectedness because one person yes. will be sharing what happened in their meditation and the other person across the room will be going like I saw the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and also too in the sharing. So how they work is I'll just give a really short synopsis of what happens. I lead a guided meditation and I channel the meditation for and I just open myself and I'll let let this stuff come through. And then each person um, shares what happened for them in the meditation, what they saw, what they felt, what they noticed. And then I, um, I converse with them. So I, we start a dialogue and it opens up. Um, sometimes it's like deciphering the information that comes through. And then other times it's like a little window in to more wisdom that wants to get channeled through. And it opens up for the whole room. You know, like it's these people suddenly get that, wow, I'm not the only one experiencing this. Like this is, I felt so, you know, out of the loop, but there's, it just becomes so clear how connected we are. Can I share a little bit about what happened at the last one? That was just phenomenal. Yes, please. Oh, you know, uh, one of the things I I really do a lot of, I I do soul sisters work. So I work with women mostly, almost exclusively. And, um, I, I, I've got an upcoming, uh, intensive about, um, returning or remembering the power of your divine feminine is basically what it's about. So that's usually kind of the energy in the room. The, The divine mother, mother Mary works through me quite a bit. So we're in a room with, um, there's uh, eight or sorry, nine women and one man. And during this meditation, I could, I'm watching what's happening for people and I'm feeling their energy. And, and the divine mother was like that energy, that feminine energy was like powerful in the room. So when it came to his time to share, he had an, his life will never be the same. He cracked open so his heart you could if you could see like you could look at him and literally see his heart opening wow and it happened in like a complete breakdown of like tears and heaving and all of that stuff but myself and another woman there physically supported him while he did that and then all of these other women held space for him to go through this and crack open. Oh my God. It was just so beautiful to witness. I bet that's incredible. Yeah. And, and here was the thing. It alters his life forever. Yes. I mean, there's, he's never going to be the same, but the rest of the women in the room saw the power of their divine feminine and what that can do to support men. Yeah. 
you know, so we're not doing the work just, we're, I'm not supporting women to support women. I'm supporting women so we can support humanity. That's amazing. And, oh, it's, it was just like so beautiful to have that land, for, like to really get it. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, uh, it was just beautiful, beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> you were telling that story. It's incredible. <laughs> And what was, did he... And that's where we're heading. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And did he share at all what his experience was or what that felt like for him? If you well, can... uh, you know, when something like that happens, Terry, and I'm sure you've had this experience before where there's no language for it, mm-hmm. it it's almost impossible to explain what goes on yeah. uh, for a person other than to say, like, he just, he felt like, um, uh, what was his, it was like, I just lost 300 pounds of weight off my shoulders. So it's like a release, right? Because he's been holding all of that stuff in his body. Yeah. And what happens, of course, when we hold that stuff in our body, um, we create illness. That's where disease comes from. Dis-ease. Yep. Right. So that's exactly how these lesions showed up on my brain is because I was so, I was torturing myself in my life by ignoring and stepping over all the bullshit. So, you know, we got to go back sometimes. When when I'm working on the one-on-one stuff with women, it's really about going, we don't go back and look at wounds and and trauma for the sake of poking the wound. We go back so that we can open it up and clean it and see the gift that it brought us. Yeah. So that's right. Like that was the beginning of his journey of opening the wound so that he can have the light shine through. I mean, it's just, you know, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm very, very blessed to do what I do. Absolutely. Very blessed. Yeah. yeah. And when you're leading one of those evenings, when you're doing your work, mm-hmm. what's that experience like for you? What are you feeling? Well, I, or... I, you know, I, the biggest job for me is to get the heck out of the way, really. I, mm-hmm. I, it's really about um, making sure that I'm staying open, that I'm not blocking the channel that's coming through by allowing the ego to speak. So sometimes it will, obviously. There's mm-hmm. times when the ego, there's a bit of whatever arises in me, like, you know, that meditation doesn't sound right or am I using the right words? But I've had so much practice at this point that when it does come up, and it does, I can, I can breathe through it and allow it to come through. So, and then like, really, it's just like, it's such an honor. It's such an honor. It's just a, like, I'm, it's just an honor. I don't know how else to describe it. It's an honor to be able to be leading those things. I bet. And for, for me, it's, inspiring to hear you say that you still deal with that stuff that that voice that ego still comes up for you because Mm -hmm, I know in in my work or creating the podcast or writing and we have that sort of doubt or is that the right thing to say is that the right thing to do Mm -hmm. so what would you say is the best way to deal with that how do we get around that ego voice when it starts to come up yeah, I don't know that there's a way to get around it. See, I think that it's part of our our lesson is to be able to move through it. So um, I'll, I, what I tell people when, it, when fear arises, because it is fear. It's either fear or love. That's all we ever live in. We live in fear if we live in love. Is to acknowledge that it's there, first of all. Oh, look, it's there. And that's it. 
Oh, look, it's there. Okay. I'm just going to keep doing, and I'm going to, I'm going to open. Oftentimes I'll ask for my guides to, to support me in it. Um, and, and, you know, choose who resonates with you. Just choose, uh, choose an ascended master that Jesus resonates deeply with me as my brother. I feel like he's a man who walked the earth, who really just understood and is is here helping us and divine mother because i uh, mother mary i've always since a young child had a profound connection to that ascended master as well and then there's you know there's angels and there's all kinds of other there's the universe there's the stars there's whatever resonates it doesn't matter but if you can start to even get a small sense that you are supported then that just makes all the difference that we're not in this alone, that everybody goes through this stuff, that you're not, this, this doubt, this fear is not exclusive to you. My God, I, I, do we have time for me to share another little story? Yeah, of course. So uh, this was another meditation and, um, for, and, and again, I just trust what has to be said. So I started saying, this is after when everyone's sharing, and I said, you know, I want you guys to get how honored we are as human beings in the other realms, that the angels are here for us. They come to support us. The ascended masters are here to support us. Choosing to come into the human form, like, that is a big freaking deal, it's a huge, huge thing that our souls chose to come into the human form. And, and that, um, and so don't look at it like we're bothering them. Don't look at it like somehow they're above us. They're not. They're our equals. And if anything else, they're our support team. And when I was talking like that, the one woman started to weep and said that in her, in her meditation, she'd seen Jesus, Mother, and Holy Spirit wow. bowing down at her feet like bowing to her. And that's exactly what it is. They are literally, they bow to us because we've taken on such a tremendously powerful job to come into the world in the human form and heal this aspect of humanity. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. I know. I've never heard it said that way or put in that perspective before. Mm -hmm. And how that's, that's powerful. (laughs) yeah yeah and it's true that's exactly how it goes like there's no we're not um out here alone first of all obviously and we are it like we're the badasses really (laughs) of all the beings we're like the badasses because seriously (laughs) sometimes I think we're and you think too when I say to people you know you chose all this before you got here you chose all your experiences and people go, I'm going to have a conversation with myself the next time around because, yeah. <laughs> but, in, but at the same time, it is an honor to be processing this stuff. It is an honor to be, because, you, you know, and we got to keep considering that we really don't know. Like we, we use what, 9% of our capacity yeah. brain wise. So there, another thing to really, um, there has to be a strong element of trust that when you get that little bit of encouragement that you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And, and so seek it out in another when you're, when you're helping somebody else and, and there's like a, a welling of tears because there's a, like the truth has landed with them from what you've said, or there's like a connection that they feel that whatever that is, those are the signs 
those are the signs to keep trusting that you're going in the right direction. And, and other than that, you got to trust that, 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 that it's, a, you are in on the right journey on the right path. Um, making the difference that you chose to make before you ever got here. Wow. And it's tough sometimes. Yeah. Somebody was saying the other day, I saw this, where, did you know that butterflies never get to see their wings? Wow. They just have to trust how beautiful they are. Yeah. So sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we just have to trust that, that what we're doing is creating beauty everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you could join us today. This is oh, incredible. Me too. So fun. I love yeah. it. So yeah. if somebody wanted to learn more about the work you do or to get in touch with you, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, I would say the first place to find me is Facebook. Okay. Um, so just Jill Prescott and my personal page and my business page are, I think jillprescott.ca is the business page link. Okay. Um, or my website, which is jillprescott.ca. Perfect. And um, the, the website is in the process of a shift. However, information on how to get to me and all kinds of stuff is on there. Some of the blogs that I've written. Uh, but I'm really active on my Facebook page. So great. That's perfect. I will put your links below in the description. So if okay, anyone great. wants to contact you, they can access you there. Cool. I'd love that. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Terry. Anytime. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode today, please leave your five-star iTunes review and make sure that you share this episode with your friends. The link's below for Jill Prescott, so if you'd like to connect with her, you can do that below. And I hope you have an empowered day.